Cassidy Paris and the Cassidy Paris Band is a band that you are going to know something about very shortly. Great new release called New Sensation. And we will talk with Cassidy and Tom from the Cassidy Paris Band next, right here on Chris Aiken Presents. Cassidy Paris and Tom Rogowski and you're watching CMS TV. Rock on. Oh yeah. Chris Aiken presents, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken, and today we are going to share with you guys something new. We do a lot of stuff of the old, but now it's time for something new. Uh, brand new, brand new artist that is out there, brand new release called New Sensation. It is by Cassidy Paris, and here to talk all about it is Cassidy Paris. How are you guys? Doing well. How are you? Doing great. Great to speak to you. Great to meet you guys for the first time. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit lack of knowledge. I discovered you guys like everybody else maybe two weeks ago. So you well, know. You know what? yeah, exactly. It's great that you've discovered us now. So it's been a pleasure to be speaking to you. Absolutely. Well, why don't we start there so that we can catch everybody up to date with what I've been missing and what they've been missing? Kind of give us an overview of who Cassidy Paris is and how you've gotten to this point to releasing or getting ready to release new sensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, I've um, I've been doing music for, for a little while now. Um, I just turned 21 not long ago and Tom, my guitarist, um, he just turned 22 last year. So yeah. um, we're quite young and um, the, the cast of Paris thing is going really well for us. We just toured the UK in November of 2023. Um, we released New Sensation, our debut record, and that's had a fantastic response. Um, people are, are loving it, which is just um, you know, the best thing and the only thing you could hope for as an artist is that people relate to your music and love it. So um, we're feeling very, very grateful at the moment. And um, we're sussing out a lot of uh, touring plans internationally for 2024 and onwards. So um, it's been a, a great journey so far. and We can't um, wait to, to keep uh, going forward with it. Sure. Now, I, I know more and more, I'm knowing a lot of younger artists, but um, 
one band that I know fairly well is the band Plush. From I'm sure you're probably yeah. aware of Plush. Yeah. And I just remember the latest interview. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, they're they're obviously super young too. You know, they're all yeah. 21. I think I think Mariah is the oldest at 23. Yeah. With that being said, how difficult is it as a new artist? To not only break in, but also industry-wise, be taken seriously. Because as I'm sure you're finding out quickly, everybody, it's a big click of people that have been around 20 and 30 years that oh, yeah. run the industry. So how hard is it to break in? I think it's definitely difficult, um, like somewhat difficult. I uh, My dad's been in the industry for, for a while. So he's played in um, rock bands his entire life, as is, has your dad. And um, it's been fantastic to kind of um, see people jump on board with our careers now because we're so young. Um, but, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, especially, I know you mentioned Plush, like being a girl in rock is also um, at times can be difficult because people pin certain things to you being a girl in rock. And I'm sure that happens to men all the time as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, a, an interesting experience and you've got to really prove yourself in the industry in order to be taken seriously. And, but I, I think that, um, us at Cassie Paris, we've been working hard for, for a long while now. So, um, I, I'm really, really glad at the point that we're at at the moment and, um, as has plush and you know you, you hear the warning is super young as yeah. well and it's fantastic things for girls in the industry so um you know power to females and rock for sure is the is the girl thing over and what i mean by that is you know i i came up when there was one there was dora yeah. and that yeah. was it you know yeah. and and now there's so many women in rock and lead singing and playing guitar and it's not a novelty anymore which no. And it, was, and it sucked when it was a novelty for the women that were trying to make it. But now yeah. I almost wonder if it's the complete and total opposite where, well, now there's no advantage given at all, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly right. I think that, um, you know, there are a lot of artists like your Lita Fords and your Joan Jets that like kind of paved the way for for females like myself in the industry. And um, I'm really lucky as well, because like I have a lot of supportive men in my corner as well, like um, Tom and Alex and my dad, who were um, like, they very much believe in myself and my ability to, to carry the vocal um, the vocals of the band. So like, I, I'm very uh, proud to say that I'm in a band that very much appreciates that, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I only, um, I pride myself on working with people that are good people in the industry and, um, that's a really important factor of it for me. So, um, I think the girl thing doesn't really come into it at all. Um, if anything, really. Yeah. All right. Well, talk a little bit about, about you guys' music and how you write music. I mean, just outsider looking in that's known you exactly six minutes now, you know, yeah. it, it, it really is surprising how you guys at such a young age have such an older soul musically. The music yeah. feels very almost seventies based in some parts and, and a lot of eighties based stuff, which it doesn't yeah. sound fake either. It doesn't sound like somebody wrote it for you and said, here, play this American Idol style. seems like exactly. that's what you are. You know, yeah. uh, is, is that what you are? And how did you get to be an older so older souls like this? Yeah. You understand? yeah. Yeah. I mean, I suppose a big influence has been like 
parents and stuff with Cassidy's dad and my dad have both been playing in bands pretty much their whole lives and stuff. So just been brought up on listening to, or for me, like bands like ACDC and, you know, uh, Queensryche, Airborne and Mr. Big and, and all sorts of bands like that. So um, that's my sort of influences. And then your influences are more leaning more over towards the AOR kind of side of things. Yeah, like I, I grew up on like a, a wide variety um, in the rock genre. And like I said to um, an interviewer earlier today, like I grew up in all those females for sure, but I also grew up listening to like, you know, Ronnie James Dio and yeah. I'm a huge Def Leppard fan. And, you know, like a lot of that, you know, hooky kind of chorus um, uh, kind of music and you know that's kind of how I learned to write music as well like uh, with the hooks and you know um, the chorus as being the most important part in a lot of ways and um, lyrically like I, I think that relating it to your personal life is so important um, in order for it to kind of sound authentic to, to, the, to the crowd and your audience that you're um, putting the music forward to so um, but my journey kind of started um, when I was like born because my dad kind of raised me on that um, that kind of music, and I really do commend him for that in a lot of ways. Well, but what's interesting is all those bands that you guys just listed: Airborne, AC/DC, Dio. I don't hear any of that in your music. I hear what I hear is kind of uh, like in, instead of metal with rock tinge, I almost hear it the other way. Hear like a lot yeah, of rock yeah. with a little metal here and there did you guys sure. did you purposely work that way to try and keep the songs from not going into a metal phase too much or is it just yeah. the way it worked out as you wrote i reckon the sort of part of that is that's what we've been sort of brought up on those sorts of bands but then the last few years we've checked out sort of discovered a load of like softer bands that aren't heavy and that's probably where the sort of blend of the two kind of kicked in and then you end up with like a mixture of everything really but we were talking about earlier a band called the struts um i mentioned them a lot today but they're i'm not sure if you're aware of them they're like a great um definitely check them out they're a rock band but it's done with like a modern twist and it's it's almost poppy but it but it's still rock so i guess yeah. those sorts of bands have, have added on to what we've been brought up on to kind of make that's what Sam, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. And I think like um, for, for me as well, like I know that a lot of my influences come down to, you know, things like Pat Benatar. She's a huge influence on my music. And I would say um, that a lot of when we, when I was writing the album is that I was thinking of, you know, Vixen and Pat Benatar and things like that. But also, like Tom was saying, we're very much like open to listening to we're We're old souls, but like we very much go to listen to you know modern rock as well because you know it's the new generation of rock and that's what people need to do in order to keep that genre alive it's really important um like i listen to a bunch of paramore like i'm a huge paramore fan sure. so um like there's a bunch of songs like addicted and um i previously put out a single called wannabe and it's very much like paramore kind of sounding um sounding songs or influenced songs but i think we've got our own um our own spin on um music and i think like pinning it to one thing would kind of be in a little bit like it wouldn't really make sense because there's so many different things and it's such a mixed bag of that album which is exactly the way we wanted it to be as well because it appeals to such a wide audience sure is it difficult or has it been difficult probably now it's a little easier because you know you have a label and you have a record and you you yeah. kind of you 
people can see where you're going. But as you've been developing into where you are today, was it difficult to not be pulled into the hip hop direction or whatnot? Because people your age, that's what they're making. You know, they're making that kind of music. They're not making yeah. 70s, 80s style rock anymore. Yeah, I think I've always had the um, the idea, my dad brought me up on this, that a good song is a good song regardless of like what the genre is. But um, my, my heart kind of sits with rock music because I was brought up on that. But in no way um, did my dad force me into this genre as well. Like my dad um, brought us up on that and kind of um, in a way educated us on um, that hard rock scene but my, my brother listens to that hip-hop stuff like and he loves it he doesn't really listen to rock music at all um, which is my uh, my parents laugh a lot about it but they say it's a mockery to our family because you know it doesn't <laughs> really feel like he's uh, he's a little bit of the black sheep in that way because we all love our like you know Skid Row and your, your classic stuff and Cooper doesn't listen to any of that but um, you know like and they love him very much the same so uh, it's it's not about me listening to that music because my dad did it or it's just because it's the music that I enjoyed listening to and to be honest as well like I love the the rock and metal crowd like I just feel like everyone's really much really a, a family um, in in that scene and I grew up in that scene and loved it so I kind of gravitated towards it because of that right on well how did you guys get found I know there's a Pauline you know, connection somewhere in there, but even, even Paul, you know, he's not from yeah. Australia, I don't believe. So, yeah. you know, in Australia, I, I can tell you the, the impression of Australia from here in America, and I've been there, so I certainly know it's a long, long way from here. It's a yeah. long way. And a lot of times th there's so many great bands in the last 40, 50 years that have been great in Australia and couldn't get a sniff here. So yeah. how, how did you get the attention to get your music out of Australia and more into the world platform? Yeah, that's a great question. I, um, I think with, uh, with my, my dad being in the scene, um, it really kind of just opened um, my eyes to, you know, what touring would be like. And um, we were lucky enough to, um, when I had started writing and recording, um, this was prior to the boys being in the in the band as well. Um, we went to the UK for our first tour and that's where Tom and Alex, um, his brother who plays drums in the band, um, we met for the first time on that tour and um a, an agency kind of uh agency would you call it you know what's that a touring agency oh yeah um kind of brought us out there and um they gave us a go and it went down really well um we played some festivals there as well which was fantastic and um yeah and i guess the boys i mean if you want to explain yeah, that, we, coming into the band we both played in another band um um we, yeah we were playing a couple of shows with cassidy and we all sort of kind of clicked with the band and stuff um and then we came out to australia to see family about this time last year and met up and they came to our gig that we played here and then obviously before the um the next uk tour just sort of said ah oh, should we team up and yeah we'll do the tour so we ended up i think they arrived on the wednesday in the uk we did one rehearsal on the thursday and then the first gigs friday saturday sunday yeah so it was bang, bang, bang for a month from there so it was it was good everything just kind of like worked in regards to the dynamic though like everything just clicked and yeah. we knew that it was an opportunity that like we didn't want to pass up because it just like 
kind of know the chemistry on stage and stuff was really like it, I mean for me it's really important and I know that that works with the boys and my dad so um, I'm really happy and um, how it's all come together for sure. Tom, let me ask you this, you know, everybody I've ever known, including myself back when I was trying to be a musician, everybody wants to be in a band. Everybody wants to be an equal part and whatnot. Had to be difficult to walk into somebody else's situation. And, and I don't want to say accept that because it doesn't seem like that's the role that you guys do. It sounds like you guys have turned into a band, but it does sound like at first you were stepping into, you know, be the backing band more or less, you know, how, how difficult was that, and when did it stop feeling like you were, you know, the yeah. backing band and and were part of the band? Yeah, that's a good question, actually. Um, well, obviously, we've both been writing songs for pro- probably from about the same age, like 13, 14, something like that. But um, Cassidy from Australia and me from the UK. So we are both sort of in the same situation, even though we hadn't met or anything. So we've probably both had an equal amount of sort of people being in the band and then you know with my band in the uk and then people leaving and someone else coming people not committed and stuff and organizational like issues within the band so so obviously cassidy when we met had the same sort of idea of uh, was sort of in the same position as i was with my band so it, it felt good to team up so we both had the same experiences and put it together um to make a stronger unit so yeah it hasn't felt like sort of the backing band at all it's been very much right we're both in the same situation let's team up and then um yeah make yeah some and i songs. think it's like it's very difficult in this day and age and tom and i speak about this a lot to find um young musicians that are committed to yeah. to um you know taking this the the full way and like um my dad obviously like i said has been in bands his entire life so he um you know he has had so many opportunities to tour overseas and internationally and i remember growing up with a lot of the times my my mum um being at home and my dad being on tour and um that's something that you know is not an easy thing for people to digest if you're not completely committed to um being you know someone that wants to tour all the time and i think that um that's something that tom and i saw eye to eye on pretty pretty early on and um you're always you're we're kind of both um go-getters and i think that that's why the the situation here really works and your brother as well he loves touring and um you know it's very easy on tour to kind of feel like you're so far away from home and you're so far away from you know you're in your routine and your environment and everything in your family but um when you're on tour with people that feel like your family like the boys and um obviously i'm on tour with my dad so that helps a little bit as well um it, it kind of you know everything just kind of fell into place and you don't really feel like you're away from home as much so yeah. um i'm i'm happy to tour you know 12 months of the year if i could (laughs) um and i think you kind of think the same we're young so you know that's the time to do it for sure absolutely well why don't we do this let's take a little break let's uh give people a taste of what you guys do we're going to play the uh the video for danger uh tell us a little bit about the song and about the video yeah, well, Danger was the first song that I sent um, the record label. It's a little bit of a, a back backstory here. I sent the record label Danger prior prior to it being released and everything, and um, they they loved it and they thought that this was something new and something exciting and you know um, could spark like a new generation of rockers as well. Um, it's got like a 
it's very 80s influenced but it's modernized and that was something that when Paul and I were writing it together was really important for us to you know be able to appeal to that older audience but also that we already have but also appeal to that younger audience as well and I think that it's translated really well so I hope everyone enjoys it. All right, well, let's check it out right now. This is Danger. It is Cassidy Paris right here on Chris Aiken Presents. Right back here on Chris Aiken Presents, we are talking with Tom and Cassidy from the band organization unit known as Cassidy Paris. Brand new release, new sensation. Go get it. I'm going to say what I say to everybody. Buy it. If there's anywhere you can buy it, buy it. Forget streaming it. I mean, you can stream it too, I guess, but buy it. Help these guys. They're in Australia. They got to get on plane to come to America. That's expensive. They need merch sales. Yeah. So where, where should we tell people to go before we go any further to buy merch, to find out tour dates, all that stuff? Yeah, well, I think the easiest way to buy it is via Frontiers Music, our, um, our record label. Um, and, and they've been really good in, um, you know, uh, putting out the album in a bunch of different um, ways. I don't know. If, I think there is um, some way to get your hands on it a little bit easier in America and in the UK. It's um, there's different avenues to go down, but um, yeah, if you go via Frontiers Music SRL, um, their website, they'll have the album available for you to purchase. And every Very little um, purchase helps, you know. Um, we're intending to tour a lot this year, as I was saying, so um, America is definitely on the cards. Well, you, the USA is definitely on the cards, um, and so is the UK and Europe and Ireland, so it's great. Well, you know, you, you bring up the, the point about touring and I've talked to a zillion bands since the pandemic and everybody says the same thing, that it is ridiculously expensive to tour. And that's yeah. here going from state to state here. Yeah. That's not even including the $5,000 worth of flight for each one of you, plus gear, plus, you know, everything else that you guys have to do, visas and work visas and all that other stuff. Is it is it one of those things where you have to go in the hole in order to do what you want to try and do? Yeah, you've got to you've got to take risks and stuff and weigh them up. But yeah, uh, it's expensive touring, but we just we just sort of rely on merch sales and stuff at all the shows to try and uh, try and help us claw back any of the the lost sort of um, revenue. And and obviously we're not doing it to, to make money. We're just doing it because we want to get the music out and stuff. And, we you know, it, yeah. yeah, any money we can kind of put back in to help him push the next tour or various stuff like that, then yeah, that's, that's how it rolls really. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
that being said, you got to eat too, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. But yeah, no, I think um, for us, we've been um, very lucky as well because a lot of, um, of our fan base has been really supportive. And um, on the last tour, New Sensation, we sold out the album. Yeah, right um, on the last on the show. Tour, right right at the last show. Perfect. So our merch was gone, which was, you know, that's, that's a big thing for an artist to say as well is that um, an artist in a band to say that, like, you know, you're all your merch is sold out that's a yeah. it's a huge thing and it's very um flattering when that happens on a tour and um we just toured just the uk as well last time so um we were very excited about that for sure absolutely well let's talk a little bit about the songs um they're obviously very personal at least several of them are very yeah. personal it, it's i i don't even have to ask you if they're real i know they're real Thanks. <laughs> is, is, is that comfortable? Like I, I've written a couple of books about personal life things. And I yeah. know it's, it's for me personally, it's like a sense of relief when it's out until I start getting questions back. Well, what is this or who is this or what is that? You know, is that comfortable for you guys to share your personal life and let the world judge it any way they see fit? Um, I think it's, I'm, I'm a bit of an open book in a lot of ways. So I, whatever question people really ask me in regards to the, to the music and the meaning behind the music, I'll answer, um, unless it's inappropriate, then I'll just dismiss it. But, um, <laughs> you know, like I always answer as authentically as I can. And, um, it's, there's no surprise that a lot of that's, um, a lot of the album is like about my love life or, you know, my, um, my experiences in high school and things like that. So it, it's it's definitely very personal, and I I do relate to what you said as well. That um, you know music is is interesting because when you write it, it's one thing, but then when you put it out to an audience, it's a whole different thing. So getting questions about it can be difficult for a lot of people to answer. But I like to um, leave it up to the fans as well and the people that are listening to the music to kind of um, take it and run with it, you know, um, make it whatever you want, whatever you feel like is um, within the music, uh, you know, meaning wise is kind of what it can be for yourself. So at least, you know, they're making meaning of it themselves. Tell me one song that somebody has come up to you and told you that this this song means this to them that has been a, a million miles away from what you intended. Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. That's a great question. I'm gonna have to think on that one for a second because <laughs> a lot a lot of the a lot of people that come up to me, like for instance, I wrote a song called Stand um, with Pauline and, um, that was about my experiences with bullying. And a lot of the time people come up to me that have been bullied or have been, um, you know, have experienced some sort of like hardship in their life and they'll, um, kind of tell me about their experience. And it's a very, like very much the same experience that I had, but, um, it's funny because actually this is far from the truth it's funny because in high school um there was like this this big thing um that i wrote this song about this guy and it was so far from the truth it, like it wasn't even funny like and everyone was like this song's about bleep and right. uh um and that went around for maybe like half a year and like the guy would not look at me at all because i was like the song is not about you dude like <laughs> calm down um 
it was out about a completely different bloke at my school, but and he had no idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was quite funny. I like when people uh, pin it to certain people, and it's funny what people would do in the media as well. Well, it's good when you when you're at a gig and you see people at the front row, people singing along, but they think it's different words and what it, the lyrics are different words they actually are. Seeing in their heart out completely different words. It's like, yeah, yeah, I like that. We should do that next time. Very nice. Well, all right, let's play fantasy tour for a minute. I'm going to put you guys on 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 one tour. You can either go out with Hailstorm or Heart. We just had this question just, before. And, uh, really? Hailstorm. Yeah, it was Hailstorm. So it's um, Hailstorm over Heart, huh? Oh, Hailstorm. Heart, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. That heart's a big one, though. They're awesome. Probably Hailstorm. Hailstorm. I'm a huge Hailstorm fan. We were watching Hailstorm last night, and I was just like, I knew all the lyrics to every song, didn't I? Yeah. Like, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Hailstorm fan. I'm Lizzie Hale in my room, on a poster in my room. Um, yeah, huge fan. And that's appropriate because your voice does kind of go into some of, when you go for it, You've got that yeah. same kind of rasp that that Lizzie Thank has. Thank you. Well, that that's really nice to say. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Sure. Well, I tell you what, guys. Let's wrap this one up. Um, obviously, the new album, new sensation, Cassidy Pears, and um, you said go to Frontiers to get the record. Um, yeah. is there a website or socials or whatever that you want to plug for people to keep up with you guys? Yeah, we have a website. Yeah, it's um, CassidyParis.com. So you can go, um, we have like a Melbourne show, a hometown show coming up. It's our album launch next week, which we're yeah. super excited about. And we're doing a festival in Australia called Glamfest soon. So um, very exciting things for us and a lot, whole lot of touring coming up. Yep. What's this place? And there, if, am I wrong in thinking that the Glam Fest has like a bunch of American bands coming over there as well, right? Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, correct, correct. Well, Slaughter's coming over. Um, um, now I'm, gonna I, I'm try trying to think who's Jack. American though on the, on oh, the um, I don't know. I don't think she's American. I think she's Canadian. Janet Gardner. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. From, from has... Vixen. Yeah, Vixen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, she's coming out to Australia. Um, who else is on Lynch, the bill? Lynch Mob. Lynch Mob. Lynch Mob. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, a bunch of really cool acts. And then we've got Heat Sweden coming out as well. Taiketo from the um, UK as Ty well. Keto. Awesome. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of really cool bands that we look up to, and a lot of them we, we now call friends, so that's fantastic as well. Very cool. Well, let's wrap it up with the video for Here I Am, which I believe is the current single. Great tune. Tell us about this one to wrap it up. Yeah, Here I Am is one of my favorite ones to play live, one of your favorite ones to yeah, play live. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it was, um, I, I felt very strongly about it being a single, and I'm so glad that it was because people have really resonated with this song, and um, even live it translates so well. So, yeah. Very cool. Well, let's check it out right now. It's Here I Am. It is Cassidy Paris, and this is Chris Haken Presents.
The internet has changed the game to where you don't need millions of dollars to own your own viable radio or TV station. A good concept and a great streaming platform are all you need. We've got that platform for you. I'll Get Drunk Noise is the best place to stream your very own online radio or TV station. We offer 24-7 scheduling, on-demand options, the ability to go live on your channels, and much, much more. Sell and plug in your own advertisements within your programming as you see fit. Our stations are fully licensed and legal. It's all here for you, so get started today. Just visit www.uncontrollednoise.com and let us know you are ready to broadcast. Uncontrolled Noise, your best place for online radio and television stations.